Welcome to GoPro, a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition, transform, and achieve their greater purpose in life. Get ready to go pro. Welcome back to GoPro, the podcast that's sole purpose is to help you make better decisions, have fewer regrets, and get your mind trained for peace and purpose. I'm so thankful to have such vibrant and engaging listeners. It absolutely means the world to me when I see you guys interact, share, and like posts about the GoPro podcast on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. I would love, love, love for you to leave a review if you are enjoying the episodes or gaining any insights. You guys would not believe how much of a difference it makes to the podcast to see reviews and comments coming in, and it would make such a huge difference to me if you guys could do that. With that being said, I want to kick off this episode by asking you all a few questions. Do you experience problems in your current relationships or your past relationships that seem to follow a similar pattern? Does it often seem like people don't measure up to your expectations? Does your spouse or maybe a best friend have a behavior or habit that they seem to repeat over and over again that just gets on your last freaking nerve? Lots of us are experiencing stress in our relationships in different ways. Multiple studies have shown a surge in divorce rates is expected as a result of COVID-19 confinement. Relationships are being put to the test during these unprecedented times, not only with your girlfriend or boyfriend or family members, but internally as well. You know, you got people who are single, who are craving to be around people and people in relationships or around family that are probably wanting to find some time and space alone. This pandemic has definitely served as an amplifier for relationships. It's underscoring things that already exist within your relationship and bringing them to light, which is why it's important to view each other as a team and address those issues in a healthy way. If we can reflect and identify destructive behavior that we may be practicing, we can shift and make our relationships stronger as a result. So today we're going to talk about one destructive habit that could be destroying your relationships and four steps on how to stop it. So the number one habit that could be wrecking your relationships is keeping score. Do you keep track of how many favors you do for your partner or how many times you go out of your way to be the bigger person? In some households, that may look like taking the dog out in the morning. You may be the morning person who naturally just wakes up before your partner. And so you notice a pattern of that being your chore to do. And you think in the back of your head, it would be nice if I could just sleep in one morning. So you sleep in one morning expecting your partner to get up and take the dog out and you guys are both woken up by the smell of dog crap because nobody took the dog out. And that then turns into the argument of you're not doing your part. And a lot of times each person contributes to the relationship in different ways. So when you score keep, you're looking for them to reciprocate what you're bringing in the exact same way and you end up missing the wonderful things that your partner does in other areas. If you're counting every time that you win and you're counting every time that someone else loses or makes a mistake, you're going to feel like they're not worthy to be with you and they're not enough for you and that the relationship itself is not evenly yoked. 
Another version of keeping score is testing. How many times do you ask your partner or parent to do something with hopes that they respond the way that you want them to, but you anticipate that they won't? Testing them to see if they measure up. And if they don't, you can't wait to say, here we go again. I knew it. I knew you were going to drop the ball again. I can't count on you for anything, right? We've all been there to where we've asked somebody to do something with the expectation that they wouldn't be able to do it just so we could have the validation at the end of saying, ah, I knew you were going to mess up. But after we get that split second of validation, you know, acknowledging that we were right, we knew that person was going to mess up and they did. We then begin to feel resentful and frustrated and internally it does more harm to ourselves than them. Or maybe your friend doesn't listen or always makes the situation about themselves. For example, let's say you reach out to your friend for a relationship advice. Some things aren't going well with your partner and you just want to you just want them to listen. So you tell them what's going on with your relationship and the first thing they do is flip the attention back on themselves and start talking about their relationship. Like, gosh, yeah, me and so-and-so always go through a problem like that. I remember when X, Y, and Z happened in my life and you're like, gosh, why did I even reach out to this person in the first place? But at the end of the day, why does their response surprise you? They've shown you who they are and how they react time and time again. But deep down, we just think they're naturally going to change. You know, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So I want to give you guys an acronym to reverse engineer this destructive behavior and start implementing habits that support healthy relationships. So are you ready? The acronym is LEAD. The L stands for love yourself. Don't let certain things steal your happiness or influence how you live your life. The E stands for embrace it. A way to refrain from scorekeeping is to embrace what your partner is doing. Yes, I said it. Embrace that habit that they do that gets on your last nerve. Because maybe that habit isn't necessarily a deal breaker. Maybe it's something so ingrained into who they are that it would be like asking Cam Newton, the quarterback for the New England Patriots, to drop the football, pick up a racket, and go play tennis instead. The A stands for ask. Have you addressed the situation with the person? Are they, are they even aware that they're doing this destructive behavior? Sometimes these situations and relationships require a little bit of patience. If you've asked them once or, or maybe twice, the discussion is over. Wipe the slate clean. There's no sense and no use in holding a grudge. And last but not least, D. Is this a deal breaker? Is this behavior something that is so destructive, manipulative, or even abusive that I can no longer have this person in my life? Know what your deal breakers are before you go into the relationship and what isn't for you personally. And so if the behavior, if the habits that they're doing is not life or death, a deal breaker, something that you can cannot stand anymore or even be in the presence of, then leave it in the past. Have a discussion about it. You know, you can't move forward if you're constantly looking back. You either move on from their past 
or you move on from the relationship. So to recap, the habit that we discussed that could be wrecking your relationships is keeping score or testing your partner. And the four ways to counteract that behavior is the acronym LEAD. The L stands for love yourself. Don't let certain things steal your happiness and influence how you live your life. The E, embrace it. Sometimes you have to embrace the behavior that your partner is doing because it's second nature to them. It's something that they've grown up with since day one. And as long as it isn't a deal breaker, it's something that you may have to adjust to. The A, ask. Have you addressed this situation with the person? Have you asked them if they're even aware of what they're doing? D, is this a deal breaker? Is this something that's mentally or physically abusive? Or is it simply something that you just will not tolerate? If they cross this line with you, that's the point of no return. There's no coming back from it. And so one more takeaway that's not in the acronym that I just want to add is admit when you're wrong and admit when they're right. It takes great humility to be proactive and be self-motivating and honest off of your own accord before your partner justifies it. It shows that you're self-reflective and want what's best for the relationship. Usually when we're right, we fight it out. But when we're wrong, we usually get quiet. And this exposes an insecurity that we're not working together as a team. It creates a defensive environment. If you win and they lose, you still lose because the relationship is falling apart and vice versa. So just a side note, always admit when you're wrong and always admit when they're right and you'll start to notice them following your lead and doing the same. So as we close, I want to leave you guys with five fun questions to enrich the conversation that you have with your friends, family, spouse. And these questions I've found give the person who's being asked an opportunity to open up, be vulnerable, and it may reveal some things that you didn't know initially about them. So here they are. Question number one. If you could go back in time and tell your younger self one thing, what would it be? Question number two. When was the last time that you cried in front of someone or by yourself? Question number three. If you could change anything about the way that you were raised, what would it be and why? Question number four. If your younger self met you today, what would they be proud of and what would they be disappointed in? Question number five. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about anything, what would you want to know? So like I said, ask those questions at the dinner table to your girlfriend, whoever, and you'll be shocked at some of the responses that you get back. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you again so, so much for tuning in each week to the GoPro podcast. I'm your host as always, Nate Brown, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the GoPro podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.